When you are making or creating or doing anything, something out of your comfort zone, it honestly feels like I have like an existential crisis every week. Am I right? Is, is this you too? In my case, I'm uh, freelancing and trying to grow my business and audience and YouTube and Twitter and all of these feel like really big stretches and some days I feel great and then very quickly I don't and it is this like sine wave that is never ending. Um, interesting? No, it's not interesting. It's agonizing. It is just excruciating. And then on the other side, like when I'm high up on this curve, um, it feels great. Like I feel it's like revelation after revelation. I feel alignment and in sync and like this is it. And I've got the clarity. I've got the clarity that I think is going to weather the storm of like the next dip. And it totally just, it just doesn't. It doesn't. And not to say that there isn't evolution because there is, there always is. You have it, I have it. Whether we see it or we don't see it, it's there. But it's a game of inches, really, right? Like we kind of inch toward and then, you know, the dips aren't as deep and then the highs are higher, presumably, theoretically. It's just felt really, there's just so much wear and tear that comes with making like entrepreneuring creating stretching in any capacity the past couple of weeks I decided to take an honest break I'm very much someone who works when I'm not when I say I'm not working like I'm sure many of you feel this way you work when you're outside of work and work is like a run-on sentence in your day um in your week in your life and I decided over Christmas and New Year's to actually stop because what I found was in this process, in this like sine wave that I was constantly churning up and down in, I was just, um, I was just, I wasn't paying attention. Like I was in reaction mode. You know what I mean? Like I would look at what someone else was doing and compare and mentally compete and like put them down to put myself up and then put myself down because it looks like they were up and they had more likes and more this and more that and I was constantly in this space of just responding to what I was seeing other people do in my space on Twitter on YouTube etc and it's exhausting right like not only is it exhausting to be on this creator's curve this up and down but it's even more exhausting when you are not at the wheel. Like it's just you looking at something and then that thing kind of sends you spiraling. And then something else sends you spiraling back up and you're okay again. And I think a really important thing that I learned in taking this break is that one, breaks are important. We know this. I refuse to acknowledge this the majority of the time, but it's true and it is so real and so visceral it's like my body has just this mind like minuscule level of anxiety all the time when I don't slow down when I don't have these breaks and these like moments of pause or when the breaks and the pause only come because my body just is like 
it, it forces me to stop. That's kind of, that, so that's what I wanted to do when I took this intentional break. I wanted to be the one deciding when I was taking a break. I didn't want to have to take a break because I was just like flying up by the seat of my pants. You know, like driving at, I was going to say like driving on the Autobahn speed and I thought it was going to come out like this really nice metaphor and and it didn't. Uh, um, yeah. So I, I took this break and I hope you took a break too or didn't, you know, do you, do what serves you. And man, it was nice. Like a lot of the guilt went away. I decided to actively stop looking at what everybody else was doing and turn off everyone's, I didn't turn off everyone else's notifications, but like I just didn't pay attention to them. And it helped me like reroute into what I want to do. Like when you kind of just shut off the noise of everyone else, there's just you and you kind of have to see that well, like you're sort of left with yourself. Because something that I noticed that is so interesting to me and maybe interesting to you is that as much as I compare and I read about other people's businesses and how they're doing and other people's podcasts and oh my god it's so successful and this person got that really great client and they grew their audience in like five minutes and with one single post and all of the wins and the successes and the money coming in and the growth and the promotions when I see all of that as much as I feel the anxiety and this feeling of being like less than I still don't and I kind of berate myself for not moving ahead like I feel badly that hey how come I'm not doing those things how come I'm not having that success I feel like I'm not as capable and you know, I'm sure you know the spiral. It's it's human. It's not Hannah specific. But um, there's something that it's like I still won't do those things. I still won't just like follow. Even if I think someone else is doing it better than me. And I kind of pine for that level of success. And judge me and myself for not having that level of success. I still don't do exactly what they've laid out as their path to success. And what that tells me is that stronger than I, that this part of me that is stronger than I give it credit for is this like alignment with myself, like sticking to what I want. I'm so stubborn about sticking to what I want and how I want to grow and how I want to do things. And making sure I'm in alignment with that. That I just won't do something that I don't feel in alignment with. Until I feel in alignment with it. But the story I will have is that, oh, I'm kind of stagnating. And look, look, I said I was going to do that thing and I'm not doing it. You know, I said I was going to make time to do X and I'm not. I said I was going to journal every day and now I'm not. And then I read this post and this girl's journaled like every day for a month and look at all the wins. And like, but I still won't journal. And, and I think that what's more important is like why, why are you standing still? You know, why 
am I not journaling? Like, why are you not doing the thing that you said you wanted to do that you feel envious at other people's success at doing, that you love other people having success in that particular way that you claim to love, but you're not doing? And I think that that there's just, I mean, I don't know the answer. I barely know the answer for myself. But there's something, there's something there. Like, you know when you can kind of feel something, some quality there that is more than like just about needing more motivation or you need discipline and, you know, push, push or just keep going and most people don't and it's actually hard to be consistent. I mean, if I throw away all of those stories... Like, you and me are capable people. We do things. We do excellent things. We strive and we, quote unquote, achieve. And we are driven and motivated and we work hard. And sometimes we are lazy as hell. And it's glorious. And other times we will bust our ass doing something. So I don't think it's a person thing. I don't think it's a characteristic fault. I think it's a decision. It's like this secret decision that on some level, on some level, if I just kind of assume the cream is like, yeah, sure, I could always use more motivation and discipline if that's your thing and, you know, more focus and not comparing, like all of that holds true all the time. But still, it's not like I'm not and you're not capable of doing something that you say you want to do. There's a reason you're not doing it. And if you strip away all the rules and the pushing Like, maybe you don't want to do that thing. Maybe. I just find it so hard to hear what I actually want to do these days. I mean, what am I even saying these days? I think I'm hearing it. I think I hear myself more now than I used to. But it's hard. Like, the world is loud. The internet is loud. The blogs and the articles and the pods and the youtube i mean it's so so loud but that doesn't mean we're quiet i think there's like a stubbornness that we have that we don't recognize i think it's like we often just think it's a stubbornness in a bad way you know But like, what if you just let yourself be lazy? Like, let yourself be the laziest to however you want to define lazy. Like, just don't do the thing. Don't do the thing until doing it is so organic and so natural that you just do it. I mean, this goes against like so many things I have read and like learned and just, I mean, the whole like hustle porn culture, it goes against all of that, right? And that's not to say that you don't, you shouldn't work for something and that things will come easily and just like live your romantic dream. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that if you're stalling on something or if you're doing what you would otherwise call stalling, maybe it's not stalling. Maybe there's some aspect of it that you just don't want to do, that you're just not ready to do. That if you are like me and you have said you wanted to do something a bajillion times and then you haven't done the thing or you do it a little bit and then you don't do it anymore it's not you maybe it's the thing i mean maybe it's both 
but just I, I just like this idea of like opening it up a little more you know like I've had this conversation with my husband with myself with like anybody else in my life and apologies because I probably annoyed you with this conversation of making plans and getting really excited about these goals and then not following through on them or following through in a different way or like a fraction of a way and feeling like well I said I was going to do that thing and look here we are I haven't done the thing and it's like I I said the thing like I said I was going to do the thing so if I don't do the thing like I'm in charge no I'm the boss god I think it's just so interesting like I, I don't want, like, I'm, I'm self-employed, I'm deciding, I'm leading, and like, yes, 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 there are, you know, you want to have, like, you want to, I mean, there's making money and having a good income and feeling like you're doing something meaningful and, you know, there are these, like, other things i mean obviously not what i'm saying is this is complicated like i'm even complicated i'm even i don't think i'm overcomplicating it. i think it's just complicated and we just don't look at it like there's so many things there's so many reasons that you are not doing this thing that you said you were going to do whether that is like working out or eating better or creating or making or building something You know, it's just, I just don't think it's that simple. And I think when we don't allow ourselves to procrastinate, when we have this, like, and this is not my, this is not my idea. There's some, someone on Twitter that I read about, read, met, talk about this. And I think he was referencing the, um, Nassim Taleb book on anti-fragility, which I really want to read, but I also don't want to read because, I just feel like I'm so impressionable. I'm ridiculously impressionable. If you come to me with a convincing argument of anything and convincing that my criteria for convincing is like you have a really confident tone and maybe some like modicum of success, I, I, I'm just like, I will throw away my whole reality and like jump on board your ship. And it's, it's a dangerous quality because... <clears throat> Well, no, here, here's the real, here's the real, real. I'll jump on board your ship in ideas. Like I will be all for it. And I'll be like, I'm going to do it like that. That's so smart. Like you're so right. I should do it this way. But I still might not do it. Because at the end of the day, it's me. It's like, I'm not, I'm just listening out. I'm listening to all the loud. And then I'm like not listening to myself. And I don't even, and then I try to listen to myself. And it's like, I don't even know what you, what do you want? Can you just speak up self? What is it that you want? Just say it, just say the thing. And then I say a thing. And the thing is that that thing is not really the thing. It's not that what we say is different to what we do, which is an absolute true human like flaw. Not that it's an actual flaw, but an inconsistency. It's not just that. It's that we don't really even know how to, like, we don't know ourselves. It's not like we're not honest with ourselves. We just don't know. It's not like we're lying to ourselves, but we don't know how to listen, like, really listen to ourselves. You know? It's just 
not a skill that I think that we've built. And and I do think it's a skill. I do think it's a skill and it is such a powerful skill. And I say skill because I think it's something that we can learn, something that we can practice. You know? Like getting better at like feeling out when we're doing something we don't want to do and we should we feel like we should do it when we're being driven by the shoulds versus like the genuine wants and that's not to say that you shouldn't be driven by shoulds shouldn't be driven by shoulds <laughs> it's just so that it's just good to know it's just plain good to know i was watching do you watch red table talk please say yes so we can be red table talk buddies i was watching it on the weekend and if you don't know, it is a Facebook watch show and it's got Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, her mom, uh, Gammy, and daughter, Willow Smith. And they sit around a table and they talk about, I mean, they've had a whole bunch of guests and there's some nuances to the whole setup, but it's such a good show. And they talk about things that you don't otherwise talk about, like things that don't often manifest organically in conversation they just bring them to this red table and they were talking about um i think they were just talking like they had a counselor uh will smith and jada pinkett smith's personal counselor on there and they brought in some not brought in but like videoed in some audience members who had questions for this woman and one of the stories was this guy he felt like he was crushed because he'd been in a relationship with someone and it was like a 14 month relationship I think and then just found out I think through social like incidentally he found out that for the past nine months this guy had been dating a whole bunch of other people so what he thought was an exclusive relationship was not and he was gutted and one of the questions that came up when the counselor was sort of like talking him through how to navigate that and you know just like he was kind of in the thick of the feelings so one of the things that came up for was um how do you trust yourself after something like that how do you trust yourself when you make a decision and this is something that we can see pretty clearly in a relationship you make a decision to be with someone and that person is like not the right person and either it's kind of a surprise to you in his case or kind of just like, a, you know, this was a long, long uh, happening surprise for him. And it just made him like completely question himself. How, how can I trust myself? I had such poor judgment of character. And you know, she said, this counselor, she said like, this is the best thing about counselors because they will say the thing that you you're like oh how are they how is she gonna answer this way and you see that you're like always we are always thinking right brain it very rarely are we thinking let with our left brain we're always kind of going into fix and what she said is that actually you know it's not possible to deceive ourselves like we, we don't that's a myth you don't need to trust yourself you you knew we are never like actually in like complete unawares this is not true and isn't that so in true like I, I have been in countless situations in relationships in my own life 
where it's like there are always the signs something always doesn't feel right and in his case this guy's case he even acknowledged and he was like yeah like it's true and that you know he saw the signs but he just dismissed them because he was like i want to marry this guy and we we do that in every part of our life we we ignore the signs we just ignore them and we negotiate with them and we are louder than them and more convincing and compelling and it's not that they're not there we just don't want to listen always you know it's not that we're lying to ourselves we just aren't always paying attention and we got to get better at that we got to get better at paying attention we just gotta tune in more so that's that's what i took my break for that's what I was trying to do and it was great and it was glorious and I actually felt like I had days where I wasn't even thinking about work you know I had honest space and then today Monday January 4th I'm back here like in the same like I'm all the way down at the bottom of the sign curve again like what happened you know and uh I, I think what I'm realizing is that it's not that I have to write it out. It's not that, well, you know, here's my pattern. I mean, it's good to know your pattern. Like I will fluctuate, you know, all the time. Top of the sign curve, you know, very rarely am I like in the middle. Um, often I'm like also at the bottom of the wave and it, that's the existential crisis. But it's not so much that just knowing the pattern. It's like there has to be this other quality, I think. That because you know the pattern, you know that it it's okay. You know, you're not like sitting on the bottom of this hill, looking up at the hill being like, oh God, how can I do it? <laughs> you know, how can I get up there? <laughs> You're not because you know you will. You know you'll get up there. You know it is just like, it's just part of the process. And so then when you realize it is part of the process, you can just, you can start to do things to like accelerate the process. And this is something I've been toying with and it's really difficult for me to like fully lean into, but it's this idea of like make yourself feel better I don't often I don't like doing it there's so much resistance to feeling better when I'm feeling down do you have that too like I just don't want to feel better I it's easier for me to like let me just sit at the bottom of this hill and whine about it and and it's justified and I will have all the reasons and all of the I have every like the story to stay the is compelling to stay at the bottom of this sine wave, you know? And uh, I I can make myself feel better. I can. But man, it's hard to do. I mean, no, it's not hard to do. It's hard to want to do because there is a security and a safety and a like, you kind of get to be stagnant if you're sad, right? Like it justifies the fact that I haven't done X. I haven't achieved quote-unquote but that's also part of like paying attention right 
It's also part of just um, really being honest. Like, do I, I don't want to stay here. I actually don't want to be down. It is uncomfortable and I actually have to step out of myself to pull myself up from like this floor. <laughs> or even being honest that like there's some comfort here, you know, maybe I just want to sulk for like a little bit. I mean, that's okay. But a lot of it is like, at least for me, it's this, and maybe, maybe you can relate too. It's like this game I play with myself. Like I really want the success and I'm terrified that I can't do the thing. And so when I am on the bottom of this, when I'm feeling down in the dumps, like it's just easier to feel sad than to do. It's easier to feel sad than to do something scary. And sometimes the sad is not, it's not that it's not real. It's not that I'm like just trying to take the shortcut. It's just that the anxiety of doing something that stretches you mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically, the psychology of that is no joke. Like the this amount of, it, it's just not, not the psychology of it, the anxiety of it. It's, it's just not small. Like we hate anxiety. We will do everything we can to get out of it. And as much as we want what's on the other, we want like what's on the other side of the anxiety, but you've got to go through the anxiety, right? Like climbing up that hill is anxiety. It's like managing the anxiety. Oh, humans, we are a complicated bunch. I decided I'm going to do these episodes again. Far more freeform. It's super helpful for me. Hopefully helpful for you too. Let me know. We can like, I'm curious to hear what you think. But I'm going to do these every so often. I'm not going to pin a date or frequency to it yet. Let's see how it goes. But in my like freelancing world, I have the customer researcher hat. Right, so that's all like doing customer research for companies. And that's cool and it's something that I've done for many years and that's fine. But there's this like counselor hat of mine and the like more introspective and like, you know, camp chair counselor person that wants to come out. <laughs> so I thought I would dive back into these. They're going to have a slightly different flavor. I think the last ones are more storytelling and I felt like I gave myself less freedom. These are like rants. These are like messy musings, actual messy musing rants. And they will reflect on, I don't know, whatever, whatever's happening in selfishly my life. <laughs> and, and maybe yours too. If you feel like chatting, reach out. I don't know. I might put these, I mean, I'll keep putting them, I think on Ank on like, uh, podcast platforms maybe on the the youtubes as well I don't know I'm all right now I'm just kind of leaning into like 
I had a feeling that I wanted to do this, so I thought I would do it and not plan and think about anything else around it because this, as soon as I started to do that, I would stall and hesitate and feel like I need to figure out all of those things before I do it and then feel intimidated about doing this. So I just kind of scrapped that. So here I am planless and doing the thing, the fun thing. This was a ton of fun. I've missed you guys. But if you don't know who I am and who this voice is, I am Hannah. I am a customer researcher and a counselor. And these are my messy musings from the entrepreneurial, creating, figuring life out in real time. I hope you're, you'll come with me on this like journey to, I don't know where yet, but like wherever it is, we're going. Mm-hmm.